0: Um oh, what's going to happen with that? I don't understand the, I don't understand <laughs> the lane. Where is the lane? <laughs> Man literally headbutted a car and I, now he's I on still, a song. We're step London. I don't get the narrative.
1: Like, why do we just...
0: Anyway <laughs> welcome to a new episode of done alert the stands you are here today with your hosts eads mckenzie and nick and chopper and how are you today guys um i'm good uh i just want to thank
2: everyone from bottom of my heart for this week like you guys have been incredible we've got like 35 i think favorite stars on itunes right now and we've got a whole host of reviews like over 10 reviews thanks um to mostly lit good friends of ours and richie for sending some reviews in this week it's been great um we've had reporters and staff on channel four like really recommend us on socials we've had Evie annie from okay player recommend us and say that she's listening it's been a huge week for us. So we're just, we're, we can't believe it. And so much more to do. We've got so much more improvements next season as well. So as we round up season one, we're just very happy for you guys. Continue to subscribe, continue to rate. We want to get to 50 by the end of this season. Please continue to send us any recommendations you have. We are forever eternal for you guys. Like We did it for you guys because we saw a gap and we're just passionate about music. So thank you. This is Nick. And onto Shopee. i I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew that Are was gonna Are you grateful? Are you guys grateful? <laughs> I knew that was
0: gonna happen.
2: Are you grateful? <laughs> Are you thankful?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, of course I um obviously echo everything that Nick said. Um very um pleased and kind of taken aback at all the support and nice words and messages everyone has said to us as a group or individually so um thank you all for listening and i think the last two weeks when i realized we had something special and yeah that's me
0: okay Um. (laughs) um For me, exactly, I'm gonna echo what they both said. Um, very happy with how everything's been going. I mean, yesterday was the first time someone came up to me and was like, I'm really enjoying your podcast. Um, you guys are doing really well. I listened to every single episode and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, okay, so this is what it feels like. Um, Cause I have been around people who have like shows and stuff like that. For example, Nick, just to throw him in there. Um, and people have come up to them and been like, oh, I love what you're doing. But to actually be in that space has been really great so far. Um, And I'm appreciating that. So thank you very much, guys, for the reviews and all the attention you're paying to us. Um, Yeah. So let's hope we can continue to keep that going. As Nick said, we've got some exciting plans for season two. And yeah, man, that's pretty much it. So should we move on to Shop A section? Let's move on.
1: So as always, we're going to discuss what we've been listening to this week. I only have two. Same,
0: actually. Um, yeah, I've been shit this week.
1: Um, so two of my faves, two people that I adore very much, released albums last week: Anderson Pack and Mariah Carey. Um, so I'm gonna start with the good, Mariah Carey. Um, Ooh. yeah, Anderson, we're gonna get to you in a sec. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, dear. oh.
2: really? Um, to be honest, yeah. I haven't heard a lot of yeah i've had yeah. some questionable
1: it's not been bad it's been very mixed like
2: not... yeah expected more didn't yeah get more. it's been like that yeah that's
1: what i'm gonna get into so um um i think i've made it very clear on the show that i am a lamb um mariah carey is not only one of my favorite female artists or B is just one of my favorite artists and um released her 15th studio album
2: caution that's crazy actually
1: um last week and it's her first in four years and um i'm very happy with it i can't lie um i kind of didn't really know what to expect um not for any reason particular i kind of just didn't know i was like okay cool have a new album great and i did love i really loved her last album there were some really 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 strong songs in there um but i kind of was like okay let's see where we're going here then um the whole thing is just quite very mid tempo lo-fi like I think we've all heard um get the fuck out at least in yeah. this room. Nope. Oh, okay. I'm just I haven't heard it so. It was produced by 1985 so the guy who basically who does all the divisions shit. Okay. Um yeah so like I never really liked that song was different for her but it was still kind of um it was um it's still kind of had signature elements to her sound. Then the second single, I was like, this is cool too. And then, yeah, the album came out. It's pretty good. It's like a nice R&B album. Um, what I like about it is that she just sounds very confident and assured. There's no real trendy sounds Like she's worked with up like um, producers who are out right now, but it doesn't sound like she's just trying to recreate what they're doing right now. And this is what I always say about this. And I'm gonna say this, so I did tweet on our account that amazing interview she did with, with um Genius last week was mm. like a nice hour discussing mm. or basically her process as a songwriter and producer because a lot of people think, oh, she's just a great singer, but mm. she's written virtually her entire catalog, produced a large majority of her catalog, and she's very involved in the creative process. And what I like is that I think... Each song is produced by a different person, but it's still it's still a very cohesive unit body of work. And that is a testament to her being an important common thread. It's not just people are giving her tracks. She records them or writes over them and then just puts them on an album. It's clear that she's an integral part of the curation and the end result. She's very much involved. So she watched Blood Orange on this album, 1985. Um, who else is on the album? Timberland um stereotypes. So some really great producers. The only thing that I have an issue with really is that it's only ten songs and we really had four songs back before it came out. So I effectively got an EP by the time so I only like, there's only six did songs. You did you drop
2: four singles? before which wrote, or was which, they were out like
1: they're so? like they're like promo singles oh okay of, fair, um, fair like the song she puts out which obviously in some ways is becoming the new single yeah like you just you just release songs out to kind of and um, see what's like, yeah. the mood is yeah and kind of um just kind of tease your fans into yeah you know buy the album and i loved all the singles so um i just was disappointed that even though the other six the songs are really idea. good yeah it's like cause it's only 10 songs
2: and not new and they're not yeah to you M&A yeah Tips fans yeah. yeah
1: so the six other songs are really good but um yeah so I'm pretty happy I'm very happy with my girl and it's quite personal it's quite vulnerable and um in some ways it's kind of like her most urgent sexually, like, she doesn't really, Ooh. she doesn't really... She has a few, like, um, steamy songs in the past, but it kind of it kind of just feels... She's like, there's a lot of grown woman shit. Like, I'm on my grown woman shit. Like, you know, she's been through a lot
2: of these no last few years. Buyer. okay. Yeah. Okay. To be honest, I've heard similar things to you, like, in terms of um reviews about it and stuff. The I've, reviews have been great. Yeah, like, I haven't listened to it, but I've, I've heard that it's been people were shocked in terms of how good it was and in terms of how cohesive it was as a set and i i read that um that vocally she did quite well as well just because you know the the live things and, yeah. and stuff like that which is great that she's still retaining her voice and knows how to look after it when it goes you know haywire yeah. a little bit so that's great i'll take and, a listen um, to it to be honest
1: and even outside of the music i think this just this era has been a good era for her like in terms of promotion um, it's actually going to sell pretty decently for 2018. Like, mm. I think she's going to sell, like, what, 50, 60K? Mm-hmm. So, like... Because was like, oh my god, Ariana or so and so so more, but like,
2: yeah. I just wrote a comment about that on the I, way and here. And someone, someone like, wrote to
1: me that saying that by the time Mar- Mariah was Ariana's age, she already had.
2: <laughs> yeah, I saw that one.
1: Eighty million albums, so like <laughs> ten number one singles, yeah. a diamond album without streaming. let Without, without streaming. Yeah, we
2: know which which vocalist has the fuller body of a vo- voice. Let's, let's be real. Yeah. and
0: who can actually enunciate as well? I know. No, let's be real. Not even that.
1: In terms of, and this, I'm an Ariana fan, but even just talking from a numbers point in terms of success. Like, yeah.
0: It's a different no, time, Why are you
1: comparing yeah. A 48 year old woman To a 24 yeah. year
0: old Like yeah. You know that's what We do nowadays Shopping
1: like Mariah's been out here for nearly thirty years mm. in the game. Like,
2: even if she did sell badly, like, let's it be real. Matter. Look, look, who sh- look, how many singers it inspired. Look, li- the lineage. Yeah. The lineage, you know? like even me, I'm not the biggest Mariah stan. Like in her discography, tito- but I know what influence she has on the culture and what she's done for music. So let mm-hmm. let's, let's be real. Her, man. Got her- She's one of the she's legends. Of the best. Let's be real here. Like technicalities, so, like, vocally. Yeah, anything. she's like, been. Come on now. She's been
1: there, done that. Yeah. So like
0: in
2: she's ran her course.
0: Yeah cool so um did you did you talk about the study that was done on mariah carey saying she was the most she uses the most um vocabulary throughout her songs I didn't
1: see that but they did mention that at the genius interview that that's kind of like a trademark of her and I actually can say that's this dope. as someone who was a fan of I've been listening to her since I was like 9 years old I can definitely say I've definitely learned a lot of words to listen to her music
2: yeah cuz she's incredible. her work is mature yeah. like do you know what I mean like even the songs that I remember from her like it's not simplistic lyrics out here she, she, does she doesn't she just write to say she's she's, she's, yeah, a, she's a writer a, she actually, actually a does writer. yeah she's a great yeah. and producer yeah. and
0: you can tell she's very intelligent as well she's oh, also yeah. super so intelligent she's very up very there she knows what Fuck she's And doing. very witty. Yeah. That, that's why when it comes yeah. to her shows and stuff like that, I I think to myself, she knows what she's, she's doing. She's one She's not. She's not being stupid. She knows yeah. what she's doing. Mariah's
2: got her head screwed all <laughs> yeah, the yeah. way on in yeah. every capacity of her career. 100%. So that's something you cannot call her. She knows how to play the game as well as the game. Her being in it as yeah. well. She knows how to play it. So testament to her, man. Like, but yeah. So to
1: her. um, yeah. So my f- my favorite songs in the album. So definitely check it out. Oh, one last thing. So. While well, I agree with Nick's point that um, it has obviously been getting amazing reviews from mm. like Rolling Stone and Fader and Clashes, and I'm really happy for her. She deserves it. Yeah. Um, I will say it's like it's not her best album, but it's definitely not like it's not gonna disgrace her, her legacy. Like it's not a bad album. By any means. It's
2: a great album. Cool. But
1: of course, she has fifteen albums. And obviously-
2: Yeah, even me Shock, 15, that's that's fucking yeah. huge. Yeah, 15 albums. 15 hours. So obviously at this point in her career, it's gonna be hard to kind of top, you know, her- Her best.
0: Her best. So yeah. like, you know,
1: Butterfly and yeah, Day, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: Daydream yeah. and Emancipation, Music Emancipation. Box. But
0: just thinking of all those songs, can you imagine the amount of songs that are written, recorded, but never released by Mariah Well, Gere I'm glad you said been. that.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you said that too. Yo. So, so during that, so I'm saying it again, like, so that Genius Interview she did, please watch it. It was one of the best interviews I've seen all year. And it was the interview I always wanted her to have for a long time because I really don't think that, even though she is a legend, I just don't really feel like she's kind of done the kind of promo runs that kind of like position her as in like, oh, I've actually, you know. Yeah, because that whole curation
2: thing is like, I remember Beyonce did it on one of her documentaries and yeah, stuff, exactly. and that, that made people shocked as well. And then make her see her in a different light going forward for yeah. Lemonade and all of that. So with Mariah doing this but, Yeah, it's and now thing. Janet
1: too, like Janet's been getting all these Lifetime Achievement Awards yeah. and she's being yeah. treated. Like Mariah's kind of, I think before this, she's, she was kind of always been like, obviously we know she's obviously a legend, but she's always kind of gone about each era kind of like, you know, I'm old, but I'm still out here relevant to the young generation. Because yeah. one thing I will say compared to other legends, for our, she's not even of our generation, but like nah. a lot of people our age, like fuck with her. Of course. And people even younger than us, like mm. fuck with her. Like she's done very well to maintain her visibility. Yeah even to those- I mean, the early 2000s, like yeah. she
2: had monumental music videos, part tours, you know, yeah. people were tuned into MTV, like watching. She had a cultural relevance just when we were old enough to grasp it so that she carried it through yep. to our
0: teen years. Yeah, and older exactly. Years. So t- yeah, I agree with so, your point. And that scene from Rush Hour where the girl singing fantasy at the beginning, it's yeah. ironic like yes. as Yeah, well, even so. cultural, um, yeah. Yeah, cultural moments and
2: cultural currency as well.
1: Yeah. So, like, so, I said, I've been a fan of her since I was um, nine years old. So, by the time I got into her, she already had, like, 16 years in the game. By yeah. the time I got to yeah. her, she'd already, she'd already been out here. So, please watch that interview. And um, so, I'm going to name my favourite songs in this album. But I'm also going to use this time to reference some of my favorites, deep cuts, unreleased Here we go. The songs. legend speaks. So, um, from the album, my favourite songs are Caution, A No-No. Giving Me Life, which Blood Orange produced. Great production on that. Stay Long, Love You, and One More again. And in terms of just my general lamness, Mariah Love, please check out Subtle Invitation from the Charm Bracelet album, All My Life, from Glitter, Breakdown from the Butterfly album, looking In, which is one of her most personal songs about um, being disillusioned with fame and her experience being a mixed race woman. Um, Because that's another thing you discussed on the interview, like, she used to be very, very, very insecure about being biracial, because in some ways, people would argue she probably was one of the first big biracial stars, mm. like either were black or white. I'm sure obviously mixed race people obviously work in the entertainment
2: industry, but- To her level. To I her,
0: get her level. I get it. In women.
1: In, and women especially. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. When she first came out, if you look at a lot of her early interviews, they were all like, what are you?
2: What are you, Mariah? There, what there is that discussion actually in certain pockets, like um, her racial identity and does she subscribe to this and that. That kind of, there is a discussion, not a big one, but I've seen it over the years. Yeah, and I'm glad she spoke about that on on the
1: interview. So it's just nice to hear. It's just nice to kind of hear outside of the whole. We look at her, like, oh, as a diva, she's funny and witty, but like it's nice to see like. Her discuss her art, you've also kind of see the human sides of her, because a lot of her songs are just honest about you know love and relationship. She's written, a, she's written on a quite a span of various topics over mm. the last thirty years. Definitely. And then yeah, my last last song from his um is a song called "Do You Think of Me?" So this is on none of her albums, but it was for the music box album in nine ninety three. It is one of the best songs she's ever made. It's a real oh, really? dark brooding slow jam. It was like very haunting and. She's even said, not only since we've been in the past, but she said she wanted that to be on the album, but her label didn't allow her. But it's it's on YouTube. Check it out. Do you think of me? Amazing song. So that's Mariah. That's my Mariah love done. Lamely forever.
2: I'm scared for this one now.
1: Anderson Um, Here's an interesting one. And it was really upsetting for me to say all this because um, even though Anderson Pack is relatively new. Well, not new anymore, but he's still. It's early
2: career. Early career. It's early career.
1: I say this. It might be a big statement, but I, I. He's actually already one of my favorite artists of all time. Like I am a huge, huge Anderson Paak fan. Like, twenty sixteen, I was his campaign manager. Everywhere I was going, everyone I was met. Have you heard? Of, have you heard of Anderson Paak? command to be best album in twenty sixteen. If you had Venice, if you had Yes Lord, if you had No Worries, I. Anderson Pack was my life twenty sixteen, and I've seen him twice. Incredible, incredible, incredible musician. Incredible performer. I love all the songs written for other people. He's been on a Tribe Quest album. He's been on Rhapsody's album. Um, yeah, his features are amazing. He's a great songwriter. So I like, love him. Consummate musician and a nice guy. He seems like a, just like a nice guy. Humble. A nice guy. I actually got to meet him randomly <laughs> a few months ago when I went to see Questlove DJ. He was just outside chilling. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. He was just outside chilling, you know, with CeeLo Green, as you do.
2: Okay. so do you know what um can i just sorry to interrupt to segue but like this so when you meet these artists like i met daniel kaluuya the other day waterloo station like they're just so chill like half of them are just so calm like mm. you know you could approach them so approachable i told him how much i liked his work and all of that It's
0: just like the story like that. Just just to add on to that, I remember when I used to work in Apple, and um, everyone was kind of like in a corner, like staring at this one person, and it was Sil. So I went, I was the person that was serving him. Like I went over and I was like talking to him, and he's really like, he's a really cool guy, but he was he just really fucking hated Siri. That's the only thing I remember from that conversation. Siri, yeah, Siri. Like (laughs) he just really fucking hates Siri. I mean, it is a bit annoying. (laughs) So, but yeah, I get I get your point. They are some of them. Some. Yeah, some, the yeah, one, yeah some like, yeah, because M- certain... most of
2: the ones I've met, yeah, so most of the ones I've met, because there
0: actually. is a certain UK rapper that came into the store and I tried to serve him and he aired everyone in the store.
1: I've heard stories so. about some other people. Some of
2: them don't don't know us, but met us. You know how many times? You know,
1: I've heard some stories about some UK rappers, but not today. Yep, Mister Answer Pack. So, Pac, so <laughs> sorry, um, I'm new trying of him. So I was naturally very excited for you know the fact that he's gonna drop an album this year, but. I can say I had a bit of a sixth sense about this project. I kind of foresaw me feeling this way when I heard the singles, and I don't even know what it is. But even just when you would speak about the album, I just kind of got a vibe that I have. A, I just don't know why I feel like this album is not gonna is not gonna hit the way I want it to. I just, I just, and then when I heard it, I was like, oh, so I was right. And I've spent the last week with it because at least I would have listened to Mariah and Anderson .Paak and it's just it's, 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 it's just very uneven Um, there's just like it's not a bad album per se like in terms of individual songs nothing's things are really bad but a lot of them are quite lacklustre which is just kind of surprising because I kind of feel like what his knack is he has a great Way of just releasing and recording songs that just stick like grits, as Americans would say, like they just really stick with you, like they really leave a lasting impression on you. And he has a way of making sure they're in a cohesive album, so like the formatting. Whereas, so this album is 14 songs, there's only about six songs which I can say, like, I really, really fuck with. And even those ones, I'm like, these are really good, but I'm just a bit like. It's just a bit underwhelming. The production isn't as strong. And it kind of just feels like um, he didn't have like a vision. Mm. It just kind of felt like I've had this song here, I had this beat here, and then I just put them together. Mm, and then also, I do think that it's worth saying this is his first album officially signed as Dr. Dre. So there is a part of me I say that it kind of is showing in the output. It is slightly more commercial, slightly more watered down. So even the song Kendrick Lamar. When I heard they were doing a song together, I'm like, oh, great, finally. Like, I you know they've worked together in the past on um, Compton and Black Panther soundtrack, but this was like their own song. And then I heard it, I was like, is this it? is this it? Like, it's not even a, but it's a good song, but like, is this it? Mm. And it's fucking like, like, is this it? Like, even Kendrick just sound, his verse just sounded phoned in. So <laughs> mm. <laughs> probably like, was,
2: because <laughs> you're in your schedule. Mm.
1: And it's just like, is this it? And then like, it just didn't captivate me. It just didn't knock the way the other projects did. And it just really hurt me to say that because I just never thought I'd say that about him. Mm. And no, I, know, I get it. I, put, I think we will put him on, on a pedestal because mm. like I said, those last two projects, especially Malibu, like, not only was it the best album of that year to me, it's one of the best albums I've heard in like the last five like, It was five critically years. acclaimed. So it was a great, fantastic It was critically acclaimed. Album. And I just think that well, throughout his projects, it's just always, regardless of who the producer is or whoever he's working with, like you always get a sense that he's in the driving seat. And it kind of just felt like his personal voice, his personal perspective has kind of got lost. I just didn't feel like I was listening to an Anderson Pack album. These okay. were great hip hop songs Great soul songs Like yeah, He he comes with bars he, His voice is sounding great But it just kind of Just didn't feel like It was
0: Him How does he chart?
1: He's never been That kind of guy
0: Do you think this could be A push from the label To make him more palatable to Well this is audiences? his first
1: album, This is This will be his first album Under a label Maddie.
0: Yeah So that would explain it then In a way
1: Well that's the thing In, in some years In some ways I'd say yes And some would say no Because Um so he was signed during the Malibu era and he was getting some pretty big looks even then anyway, not in terms of like sales mm. or charting, but like he was on Ellen DeGeneres, like
2: festival mm. circuit, festival
1: Circus. Like yeah, he, no, he was everywhere. Like he was embedded. His
2: stump has, like his arrival was there. He's like.
1: already like made a great name for himself as a touring musician. Like oh, he, yeah. he's been everywhere. Yeah, he could do Coachella everywhere. everything. Okay. He's been everywhere mm. in the last year and a half as a performer. Mm. Um, so I do think that's part part partly the issue, but this this album probably will sell more because obviously there's more money being put into this product because obviously Malibu was just him, mm, yeah. He obviously has Doctor Dre's money now, so yeah. Probably will be um he probably will sell more than the other two. Probably will chart better, but musically, I
0: just because hmm. Tints, for example, is a song mm-mm, that I imagine was mm-mm. a massive push from a label. Um, I, I heard it as a radio kind of song. It is a radio honest. song.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't even say radio, It's radio for him. Radio
0: yeah. friendly for him. For him. Uh, in his like, it's general, it's catchy. not really. It's very catchy. Mm. Very, very
2: catchy. But it's just kind of... Mm. It reminds me this this kind of mood reminds me of how I felt about not to as a, much of an extent, but how I felt about Goldlink's second album because I was a big fan of his like two Basically mixtape or no 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 the album. What album cost? Yeah, at I what loved cost. his album. No, I just it just reminds me of the mood. Like I loved it I for, loved like I loved it for the the features on it. I loved pray every day. Like I, there was there was a lot of good records on it, but it just didn't give me what the first album gave me in terms of production, like the expansion of the production, the places he went. It was still quite expansive in terms of if you're a casual listener and just mm. heard his project, but for Gold Link, from what he'd done on his first mixtape to the album, to everything, and to the second album, it just didn't.
1: Wait, wait, it... wait, I swear, of course, this is his only album. On the other two projects mixtapes?
2: I swear. Not mixtapes. The first one's a mixtape. The second one is either an EP or an album. It's like- Oh, well, I thought they were both the uh, Polarised on it That's the first project I think it is an album I think No it is an album I d- But I don't think it was like Pushed or anything like that It was just kind of This is what I've got But um Let me know Check it out um, If you're, you're searching But um Whatever project that was The one before At what cost Was and, the one And, and after, that and after that Yes Yeah that and one And God Complex was the God second. Complex was the first fu- that was the second well, mixtape, that's what Mix Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a mixtape as well. Yeah, that's definitely not an album, but yeah. like the um, album of
1: course I feel it was a great album.
2: Yeah, but it just it it, it kind of it I have parallels with what you're saying, like it just didn't feel exactly to me what the other two projects were in terms of gold gold link as being like truly reckless with the production and just going all all out with it and truly creative. But Oh, was that's good, the one
0: with um Kokomo.
2: That's a banger. That's a banger. What, this second album? Yeah, at what cost? Yeah, that's like, I'm not saying I, it was a bad album, album, but I'm just saying, production wise, yeah, what yeah. I heard from the but the past projects to that project, it was definitely more safer. Not bad, okay. it was still good. It's still about an eight for me out of 10. Mm. But um, in terms of the other projects, they just slapped. Yeah. From first yeah. listen, I was just like, this is Goldling. Mm. He's he's arrived, dashing the paint all over the place, <sighs> that yeah, kind of production. It's kind of
1: the same thing, but in, and that's the perfect word. This album it does feel very safe
2: like controlled, homed yeah. in a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it just kind of, not to sound cliche, but it just kind of lacks, it just kind of, it kind of feels kind of soulless in some way. That's kind of a Ooh. harsh word, but it kind of does feel a bit soulless. Whereas with Malibu, even Venice, which even sonically isn't necessarily like really a soulful, yeah. jazzy project. It was quite, it was very um, sporadic genre-wise. There was loads of different genres on that. But even that felt like, very rich. I kind of like felt mm. like, hey, this is... Mm. Like I said, I kind of got the sense of Anderson Pack, Whereas I kind of feel like mm. I, we lo- I lost him. I was like, yes, you're the one rapping. He wrote the songs. But I just kind of feel like the essence of you is... is Something's is, missing. Is lacking in yeah. this album. And then I read all the reviews. And I can say it was quite surprising to see that everyone kind of agreed with me. Like, everyone no, has that. No one is slating the album. Like, no one has said it's a bad album. Mm. But I think the... The consensus from other journalists um music listeners even my, all my co-workers at work we love like, we, we, all of us would be like mm. yeah he didn't he didn't he didn't really come through but there are of course there are some songs i really love so my favorite songs are head low which reminds me for some reason of miguel's um deal from wild heart i don't know why i get that vibe mm. um smile slash petty anywhere snoop Dogg killed his feature on that um, trippy Love Snoop And Sweet Chick BJ the Chicago Kid Killed his feature on that oh, BJ his, BJ's voice is BJ's just He's incredible amazing. So those are my favourite songs So yeah that's me um, But saying that I do feel like A lot of these songs I feel like We will probably Will bang life Okay. okay so Anderson Pat you will be seeing me at your next London show <laughs> so
2: crowd. he's still gonna get the coins yeah, still gonna get the coins like no like it's all good Now he's still a talent he's, he's, incredible yeah. talent still an incredible talent
1: so I just hope you know of the next project you know let's go back to basics I think one guy was like oh you want to be part Potty like no I don't I don't want that I don't want that. I, obviously I just want no you to make I a want, good
2: I want you to make a good album. You can say it's a bad album one in the park. Yeah. Like why do people just think so simply? <laughs> it, like, was like, oh it wasn't God. that and I'm
1: like <laughs> I liked Venice too, I like DS Law yeah. too, that's not my Yeah. But um, oh I don't know. like that's one of the good albums because mm. he did. Say, he did say it's gonna be more hip hop. It's gonna be harder, and yeah, and that is that. It was um achieved quite well on certain tracks. Yeah. but then others, I was like, oh, what are you? What are you doing here? Yeah. like the song it called Six Summers, which is kind of, if I'm gonna be honest, it's quite a stupid song. Like you kind of talk about a fake Trump love child, but then you guys kind of go into a diatribe about politics and why we need to get him out of the White House. It's just kind of like, what does this? so that's my listens i listen back mariah carey
0: Mm, cool nick um
2: so been a bit of a slow week i'm just gonna give you guys some songs this week um yeah it's just been a busy week really busy week so i haven't been able to consume music as much but some songs that i wanted to present to you guys if you haven't heard them already are canadian you know me i've got some kind of fetish for canadians that are what's going on but um yeah two artists i'm sure some of you have listened if you haven't you can reacquaint yourself first one's from 2016 it's by an artist called belly who i believe is still signed to rock nation had um some key stakes in um the weekend's um six inch hills from lemonade um in terms of the writing and all of that kind of stuff incredible behind the scenes talent Alan in the trap world um, but he actually pronounces his words so you can hear what he's saying um, but he had a song with Kalani called you in 2016 um, and the project was another day in paradise and features the likes of Travis and um, Waka Flaka who actually interestingly said he's retiring this week so that's interesting mm-hmm. Waka Flaka. you
1: won't be missed
2: he has a good song with Steve Aoki, okay.
1: no, no, he said one song. He's a good, okay. not even a good mixtape, not a good album. He has a good song. So does the guy That's he the
2: would, first uh, thing that came to
1: mind. Was, okay. Let, okay. let
0: him live. Okay. Let him live. Okay. Waka Flocka had
1: good a good song He had song his too. little
2: moment, his screaming moment, shouting okay. moment. Cha-Cha
1: Slide. <laughs> Cha-Cha Slide was a moment too.
2: Can you go? All right, let's let <laughs> me live. Cha-Cha Slide. <laughs> Right, no, let's no, let's. let's <laughs> your as your, your root. <laughs> Woo! Okay, so let's let's just skirt on over. I was Hurricane
1: just, Christmas a moment.
2: Hallelujah! <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Maybe <laughs> next week we should do our homework and go over <laughs> historiography and see if it's truly shit. But anyway, that was just one of the. It's features. a party was a banger. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Him. Anyway. Doesn't, well not this is not about him. He was just a feature on this project, again, called Another Day in Paradise, 2016, released via Rock Nation on all stream platforms. So, Belly featuring Kalani Yu. What I liked about this song is that I think the, pro- the project as well, like Another Day in Paradise, was so trap heavy, but this song allowed us to kind of hear Kalani on a different kind of production, because, you know, she does typical R&B, pop-laced productions, and you know, very samey sounding songs in in terms of like, not in a bad way, it's just cohesive. Our projects are all cohesive. One song falls into the next song. But I feel like with this song, it really was like, can you diversify the palette? At the time she was trying to prove herself in terms of, can she actually be relevant in the R&B scene and the wider scene as well? So she jumped over to hip hop and I think her vocals are really strong on this record and the production allows her to do that. Like the AO8s are there, all of that kind of stuff, but the lacing of the record around her works quite well. I think she's really, she's got something about her voice, which is just, um, it's quite, prominent like you know when you're listening to Kalani like I think with the new R&B girls it's it's good that she's got that tone to her and kind of established that throughout her projects and her features so she's very I, I knew it was Kalani without even having to look, look at the track list um I think she's got quite an innocence to her tone as well and I think she just works quite well with Belly Belly not the best lyrical talent of the world but I think what he adds to trap is that bit of um you can hear what he says, as I said before, and I think. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, we were listening to Future in the car, and I'm yeah. like, "What? What my like?" I, no, it's just the
0: sentence. What yeah, he yeah. adds to trap. You can hear what he you says. Can hear what he says. <laughs> no,
2: but you know, a lot of trap is mumbles. You know, a five year old could do it. Like, you know, some in some ways. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, I think Belly is a good contribution. He's from Ottawa, um, Canada, and. You know, he sounds in places like The Weekend, um, in terms of his tone. Not v- he doesn't sing or anything, but like just his tone. Um- and interestingly he was affiliated as i said before he was affiliated with the weekend he got um a writing kind of course or camp on mxo in back in 2015 before the rock nation stint so he's doing quite well um he's still in the industry still on rock i think he's crafting a next project right now so yeah that is belly really good project in its entirety but this song in particular is a standout and it's really different to the other records because they are predominantly just what you expect typical track production but this one takes to step back um it's still got elements of trap but it slows it down so Kalani can just jump in there and do her thing so yeah that is called you um moving on to another Ottawa artist in the trap vein called Night Lavelle um he's a good artist in the sense that he produces and writes and crafts all of his projects lyrically again as it is trap we know we're not getting the best quality of um of songs in terms of what they're conveying, but I just liked it for the Sonics, like in terms of these next two songs, um, which were both written by himself. So this one, this song reminded me that I'm in love with cinematic productions. And what I mean by cinematic productions is that the song builds to something, like there's a climax and then it takes you up and down in different moods and all of that. Some productions in, the trap sphere in particular are quite samey. You're not getting any exploration in terms of um expansion on the soundscape. It's just very similar. It's very boring. It's very, you know, okay, in the club it's gonna it's gonna slap, but outside of the club I don't really care to listen to this. But this song by Knight Lavelle called Contraband, I think it takes you by surprise in terms of it builds up in the beginning and then it just has a very explosive drop and then it goes back into that, building it up again, then into that drop and then at the end it sho- shocks you again. I think lyrically the um, the electric guitars work, because um, there's electric guitar soundscapes, they work quite well around his voice as well. He's talking about like enchar- in getting enchanted by a girl and like comparing her to contraband in terms of like drugs are enticing, the drug lifestyle is quite... Um, lucrative and it, it draws you in like in terms of being in that lifestyle involved navigating it and all of that so he he's just trying to win her over basically so he's talking about all the stuff he can buy her all the stuff that can entice her to be with him but he knows that it will never be enough because she's so um special to him but i think the production works quite well around that because it tells that story so as you get into that punchy chorus it's like he's telling her no i need you i want you all of that kind of stuff and his dark tone works well it's kind of like it's weird because the production works in that cinematic sense and then the way his dark tone comes in it's almost like it's going to sound so weird but like beauty and the beast like his tone is kind of like the beast of it but then the production is like the beauty taking him towards trying to convey his love and passion and lust for this girl. So that is Contraband, um, produced by Blank Body, who is quite electronic with his production escapes. And you can hear that in this song as well. And then the next song um, is Bloody Hell. I wrote a lot of notes. Trees of the Valley. There it is, Trees of the Valley. So this one's just...
1: Bloody Hell. I'm like, <laughs> Bloody
2: Hell, where is it? Did I did I not write it down? But yeah, Trees of the Valley. And this is really dark. It works well with his... um. His voice, like, completely dark, completely wilderness-based. He has, like, a kind of theme of talking about the woods and earth and fire and all that kind of shit. But um, he... There's cricket sounds in this song as well, which works well with the theme too. And I think this song is just very flexy. He's flexing, talking about what he's got, talking about how he's better than this person, that person and all of that on the song. Um, but I just like it for the production. Night Navelle, very production heavy artist. Like his two projects, um, Trees of the Valley and the song that Contraband falls into, the name escapes me. I will find it for you guys, but um, it will be in the bio, the description of the episode. But yeah, um, yeah, that if you're listening, if you're trying to get a person that is production heavy and takes Trap and takes it to different places with electronic, with um, conventional hip hop beats as well, then listen to Night Lavelle because he's got a really interesting discography in terms of production. Like you don't have to necessarily listen to the lyrics to get into the mood of the song or get into the mood of the project as a whole. So that is my two suggestions. The artists in question are Lavelle and uh, Night Lavelle, sorry, and Belly. And as I said, everything will be in the description. That is me, been a slow week. I'll have projects for you next week.
0: Eden. Cool. So I have- Oh, I thought that was somebody- me. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm <my phone>. <laughs> so used to people opening the door, I thought someone in was In Like bloody hell. Um, so I have three projects. Um one of them isn't really talking about the project it's about my difficulty of getting into the artist. But, um, the first one, I'm going to go back to my YouTube singers again. Cause you guys know, I have like a whole backlist of artists I've been following for a while who are now just for some reason popping up again with like projects and new songs and stuff like that. So I'm going to start with an artist called Janae Claudette. So she's from New York. Um, have you heard of her shopping? Eh? Oh you have. Say the name again. Um, Janae Claudette. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, so she released a new song called Love Me Back. It's an R and B kind of like um sultry, love, heartbroken song. It's really beautiful. Um, and she's an amazing artist. I think she's really, really good. Uh a song that I would recommend to you guys is a song she released I can't remember the year, but it was it was around the 2010 slash 2012 era, I believe. It might have been earlier. It's called Love uh, Love Me Touch Me. Um and she's she's kind of Underground, still, she has 22k subscribers on um, YouTube at the moment. I remember she used to upload quite frequently before. Um, she is signed to Manhattan Records um, and has released three independent projects. So, she is constantly making music um, and she is an amazing artist. So, if you guys want to check that out, let me know what you think. Um, again, this is just like a backlog of all these YouTube artists. I'm just going through them and looking at who's actually doing things and who's actually just disappeared completely. Um, but yeah, so that's Janae Claudette. I'm just going to rush through these quickly. The next one is a guy called Jack Flash. Have any of you guys heard of him before? I have. You have? Yeah. So he's from Huddersfield um, and he makes... He's hes a rapper, but there's a poetry element to his songs. So the flows he uses can be quite long-winded. Um, he does kind of talk sing on his songs as well, um, which work on this EP. So this EP is called Stone Soup Volume One. It has songs on there called um, Control. Uh, What else is on there? One second. So there's control, intimate strangers. Those are my two f- um favorites. There's mayflies as well, and um they're no more. So those those songs are um very soothing. They're very comfortable, um poetic rap songs. Um, let me know what you think. There's another song on he's he's made called um vertigo, which is one of my favorites. I love the guitar on that, and I don't actually think he makes music anymore. I think he's gone back to, he's changed his name, and he's he's kind of gone to a completely new medium. So yeah check out his music he's really good and the last one is kind of a conundrum for me so it's an artist called francis and the lights you guys know who that is Mm -hmm. okay so you might like his song um may i have this dance so it features chance the rapper Mm. on the remix um very like love like it's a song that i imagine loads of people get married to as well it's a very very beautiful sorry <laughs> okay um it's a very very beautiful song um i wish we were filming exactly, exactly. <laughs> and um <laughs> friends as well so friends features bon Ivor, and random um, kanye Ooh. west um and he makes all r&b slash um pop music but the difficulty i've been having with him lately is i've heard these two songs and i've heard a few more of his songs but when i go to projects they're not cohesive I for me I hate artists like that it's really annoying. annoying because I, I want to appreciate a project you from want a that full can, start yeah to end, like. I want to just put it on and just listen to a whole project by him just his voice just listen to that mm. but I have to keep inserting him into like my roster of artists that make I'm listening to throughout the place day place and, yeah, yeah exactly like, and it's just like it's really annoying um, but check those two songs out let me know what you think or let us know what you think mm-hmm. at datspod on Twitter and Instagram D-A-T-S-P-O-D And, yeah, those are my two listens. Um, On to Nick's section next.
2: Let's go. I'm just going to do some quick coverage from across the pond and the UK, just so we've covered it, because I think it's important to some extent. I'll give one commentary on one of them, which is I Told You So, but... um... We'll get into that. So Osh charted actually, guys, um, at 92. Oh. So oh. I just wanna say that. <laughs> <laughs> I kept silent. Um, I'm gonna, you know, let Fraud Bay, I'm gonna let Osh, I'm gonna let whatever her fucking name is, you know. Can't even remember Mrs. right now. Osh. Whatever that, that non singer is, anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah. Osh, 92. 92. So, no, no, no. So, this congrats. You know, you made the charts because I didn't think you would. But, um, I'm not, um, this isn't coming from a place of hate. This is coming from a place of examining. Now, I think Chope made a point earlier, um, a couple of episodes before. I always knew this to be true as well. Um, the trajectory of his, um, bubble on the TL, um, yeah, I'm getting into that. Um, there's another thing we're gonna talk about as well, Cross Pod, but um, yeah, the trajectory um, and the the movement of what I saw online um, in relation to Osh. Um, congrats, he can sing, congrats to him. Great, that's great. But what I am gonna say is that um, it, it was temporary. Let's just let's just throw Which that out I there. The magnitude of the buzz was not enough to, he did make Joe Biden, he did make the States, you know, but listen, the time between that track Um, having that buzz and him getting signed and releasing it formally, too long, number one. Shoppe will know that from a PR perspective. Um, Number two, um, the TL, um, Black Twitter, not just Black Twitter, but this is the example because that was his main consumer base, I'm assuming. I just hate when people call
0: it the TL. I don't know why.
2: No, the the timeline. I know what you mean, I know. Black Twitter, um, I'm consuming was his, one of his main um, consumer base hubs of consumption. short attention spans. Let's be real. For,
1: For you say that, but, but the week it came out, even the week after we couldn't escape it, but like you said-
2: Oh no, 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 we couldn't escape it. We couldn't escape it, it's facts. But what I will say is the um, short attention spans in terms of the gap between that, those two weeks release. and the single, which came like a month later, I'm going to say three weeks, let's say three weeks after the whole initial buzz. Um, that week of my ye's videos, you can't escape it, was like at least three weeks. Um, Short attention spans, we moved on, Fraud Bay happened, One Extra happened, a lot of other things had happened. And this isn't his Why fa- You
1: Coming So Fast happened?
2: You, pardon? Why are You come So Fast? Yeah, that- oh God, yeah, yeah, this one, who's who's on One Extra now and all this too. Um, And on t- Boohoo, on yeah. Boohoo model now too. <laughs> Exclusive <laughs> ventures, anyway. Club um, appearances. Do uh, lie out now? Um, oh, what's
0: sh- gonna happen with that? I don't understand. The, I don't understand the lane. Where is the lane, <laughs> man? Literally headbutted a car and I, now he's I on still, a song. We're I, <laughs> I don't get the narrative. Like, why do we
2: just, I just Anyway,
1: saying, like, I
2: said
1: so this before. Go on. Our culture, UK culture, could be so embarrassing sometimes.
0: Yeah, mm, I mean, even Elijah came in and said he only knew about Charlie slough from yeah, like embarrassing Bro, mediums on. yeah, yeah that's exactly what I'm on.
1: saying and this was to you before D- like yes the US have a lot of joke artists a lot of stupid artists but it balances out it balances out whereas the ones the joke artists we have that do pop off here are the only ones that seem to pop off here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying so if we had like you know for every Osh or every fraud but we had like you know someone like Kadeem doing well or Aaron Taylor doing yeah. well then fine yeah. but it's just those guys that are yeah. doing well
2: um, also, I just wanted to pick up um, from what Shope said as well. I just think that, um, yeah, back to the original point, I think the attention span, if the label were going to sign him, it had to be released within a week. Let's be realistic. Get him in the studio, get the masters, get it out within a week to really capitalize. He did make it to 92, which is an accomplishment of for how long it, it took, for how long it took in the gap process but um I'm, I'm just gonna say i told you so i knew it wasn't gonna get top 10 i knew it wasn't gonna get number one i knew it wasn't gonna get top 40 so this is just not an i told you so but just a learning lesson for be. everyone um do, do i think he's doing pr right now moves quite well do your thing like i think there's this he's no, even that out gonna, here you no
1: know, even that even hasn't been that strong really I'm surprised that like even like <laughs> I did an audit on the song just for bands to see who's actually covered it. Not many people places covered it.
2: Mm.
1: Not many. And he hasn't like he did the Wingstop thing like two days ago. But
2: yeah, I saw the he Wingstop hasn't
1: really done thing. that much um promo for mm. this, which is kinda of surprised. I thought they kind of would go steam ahead, but they yeah. haven't. But I think they obviously thought that Black Twitter was gonna sell the song, and they were wrong.
2: Mm. It was just it was a messy campaign.
1: Is gonna come to an end shorter than he thought. Well,
2: apparently he was signed for two fifty thousand. That's what I heard. Get the bag. So, but yeah, let's move on to the US. Um, we were going to talk about this in more depth, but I'm just gonna cover it briefly, just because we have had actually suggestions from it. So we have a lot to say for the country arena right now. Um, in America in terms of diversity. Um, there's been two black country singers, Jimmy Allen and Kane Brown, which made history by charting at number one. So we're just gonna say a quick congrats. Um,
0: congrats and uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: congrats. Cause no one else wanted to jump in, but congrats. Um, I don't, yeah, okay. Yeah, Yeah.
0: country's amazing. Um, we said this a few episodes ago. I love country music. Um, it's great to hear that there's black people succeeding in country music.
2: Mm, and I hope it opens the field Further afield Yeah Age Have anything to say about that It's just nice to see this It's just not Darius Rucker anymore He was like the only one Oh yeah
1: For many years I think he's the lead singer Of a group called Duty and the Blowfish
2: Now you have
0: friends so. D- They need Link to trigger up. everyone And make a black empowerment song Link
2: up Oh mad Link up Do it oh I want to see black horses Black country lives matter With Chains just around much. their necks Just
1: like when Beyonce performed at the country levels was was, and about all the that. white people were so mad and were just staring at her like wanting they to need get to do it. wanting to get their fire their fire pitchforks pitchforks and get the KKK hats on.
0: Mm-hmm. It'll be jokes if all the new um like up and coming rappers, you know, the ones with the colourful dreads and stuff, they mm. go into like the country arena now? Like, they move towards that scene. That would be hilarious. One, that would be fucking hilarious. Like, cowboy hats with, like, snapback well, things at the front. Yeah. Just nah, like
1: yeah. blues and jazz, music country was one of our. Th- we created
0: that, too. We created everything. Yeah. Anyway, Nick, continue.
2: Right, let's move to the actual news agenda. Um, We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot of one-liners, which will probably come from this. So, let's get into it. The TV pilot for XXXTentacion is in production. They are looking for actors. And Little Wayne's actually filming a video of a double- ganger for him for that single. So he's getting a lot of promo in from the, the fuck grave. What He's getting a lot of promo from the grave. Um, Wait, so is he actually? He is, I just saw A double first. ganger? Yeah, literally There's picture's on I Twitter. Um, so yes, uh, base- Is that disrespectful? Is it that deep? I don't know. Base Entertainment, a company that specializes in producing live performances, has opened a casting call for people to audition for the late XXX in yet to be announced named TV Pilot. So the casting call posted on Backstage.com asks for men of African descent to try out for the role of X, whom they characterize as a confident yet not overtly cocky interesting. interesting they also want actors to be between five feet four inches and five feet eight inches it's set to debut um it should be shot sorry in la from next year january to february um what do we think about him hitting a tv pilot? five foot four five foot four to five foot eight so ranging from that to that um okay. so he was short so um what do we think about this xxx getting this much coverage xxx being out here on things like features with little weight. well we all need the feature but like being filmed double gangers and the tv pilot um the main topic of discussion what do we think about that who wants to take the floor
0: i will fuck xxx okay you?
1: i'm tired next
2: okay i just don't see why he has this prolific Kind of, actually, I do see it. I do see why, because the media love to hype up um, the hysteria of a bad guy. They love a bad guy. We've we've loved the bad guy, you know, Tupac aesthetic. I'm not comparing them to Bobby Brown, way, but I'm saying Bobby Brown, Chris Brown, you know, they love Justin it. Justin Bieber, they love to be it. Fair. and they love it when it's an ethnic because it fits the stereotypes they have of us, which we'll get into later. Mm. But um. Yeah, I just think xxx interesting. You know, the recordings are still released, and he's still getting gigs. He's still getting. He's essentially still, he's still getting gigs. Still, what do you mean? Still getting gigs, Little Wayne? You know, in oh, I likeness, thought you meant like singing likeness. gigs, like performances no, no, at no. festivals, G- gigs, what, what? gigs, expansive gigs <laughs> well, on TV. Well, you've you heard know? the
1: saying, "You're worth dead more than mm. you're alive." Like
2: yeah. it's facts. It's like, a fact. I think
1: Michael Jackson owns like sixty million dollars last mm-hmm. year. Like wow,
0: Jackson. still releasing albums. I saw originally. that Franklin. Released this week, yes. this mm. Friday. Mm. So, it's like Queen of Soul, I think it was called, yeah.
1: And then, even there's you know, actually, I might just said that also, actually. Um, so I, I'm i in two minds about this. So basically, what Aretha, you know, there's a documentary coming about coming out next year. So basically, one of her albums, Amazing Grace, it's a gospel album, great album, by the way. Check it out, guys. Um, she when she was recorded in the church, it was a church was a live album, then she actually there was a camera crew during that entire process that was supposed to be eventually turned into a documentary and then the footage was lost for like 45 years because apparently it wasn't good enough to edit and then I think I don't think she even wanted it to come out and obviously now she's dead and it suddenly mysteriously got released there it's coming out during Oscar week next year and on one hand of
2: course it's coming out I am actually
1: excited because I love the album and I've always known that there was footage recorded and I would love to have seen the process of her preparing for that um show and hearing what you'd say about it because it is a really good album and it actually is also the best-selling gospel album of all time actually um so i do i definitely do want to see it but once again when someone's dead it's like okay so these issues that you have for 45 years and suddenly rectify the bag suddenly when she's dead now you can rectify these editing issues now the footage is good enough but...
0: secure
2: the bag That's what they're trying to do
0: Oh yeah Well to record labels Artists are just products At the end of the day anyway So Mm -hmm. I don't really know What to say on that It's expected to be honest Mm -hmm. I wasn't surprised When I saw it this Friday I was like okay They're releasing another album Obviously they think That people are going to jump at it But I don't think They're going to get The same reception That they think Mm -hmm. Well Aretha's been selling Quite strongly Since she died
1: anyway But people are just going To buy the stuff That was already out Like the greatest hits Or they'll buy Like particular albums of hers I don't know why They have to release something Mm. New, like they did it with Amy Winehouse the year she died but she only had two albums so I guess it kind of made sense yeah yeah yeah. but um I think even Whitney Houston they did one they released like a live album yeah
0: they always try
2: to capitalise don't they
0: can I ask a random question go just because you said Whitney Houston I've just got a question what did you think of Billion Dollar what's it called
1: Million Dollar Bill yeah
0: that's the album the album was the song yeah it's a great song I thought it was a banger
2: yeah <laughs> everyone hated that, it, no, it uh, really? she was on x Factor. she had a big promo week that was a, that was a great got number a, one or something? it went like to number three. Oh, oh, I did it I, I remember three, people hate. Hate. I remember people hating no it was a little was cheeky it? but you Dude, know that was the old people, people I it was must have kicked their feet to that shout one shout
1: out to Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats for writing that song that was a hit that performance factor Factor was obviously questionable but you know she was going through I could hear
0: it I could hear Alicia do it yeah I could hear a demo I could hear because I remember hearing at her concert that a lot of people left the show because She'd lost her singing voice completely because obviously, all of the
2: she's you know, cook. in and out of re- you know, there was you know, she wasn't yeah. she, she wasn't was, her prime, she wasn't you know. ready to go
1: back on stage. Yeah, no, no, no,
2: there was a lot, there was a lot of healing. For and her
1: to do. Whitney is, um, someone her her deaths like that still hurts me. It's, it's haunted, it's, it's very haunting. Very mm. It's very sad. Yeah,
2: it's a very sad, her, her life is a her very sad like, yeah, story. Like, I
1: don't um, know if you guys have seen, um, the Can I Be Me documentary. There's been, like, a few documentaries that have come out since she died. Yeah. But I watched one of them called Can I Be Me? And mm. it's just heartbreaking. Mm. It's just so, mm. so, 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 so sad. But, mm. yeah, and obviously hearing her voice towards the later years of her life. Because when you think of her in, obviously, her prime. And like, let's go back to the whole Mariah thing. Like, in their primes, no one was singing better than Whitney Houston and yeah. Mariah Carey. Mm. In their primes. Facts. No one was singing better than those two. Facts. So to hear, like, Whitney's voice towards the end of her life. Like, she's she wasn't even like, where's Mariah? Like, has, you know, she has her moments. Whitney like was struggling like
2: she was off the wagon like she was real, like in ways like
1: more able to hit certain notes anymore but mm-hmm. like she could competently sing whereas Whitney couldn't like mm. get her throat to work yeah like it was really bad yeah like she was coughing
2: I think it's just a testament to the the human aspect the celebrity <laughs> sphere we see them on a completely different level they're humans you know they can fall off the wagon it's mm. fine if it happens, you know, we've all got what well, we don't all have, but we all probably know of someone somewhere who's fallen off the wagon in normal life. So it's, you know, in that sphere where things are hyper extreme in all senses, you know, people will fall off. And it, it was just it was sad that watching that X Factor performance. I remember it and just seeing it in our eyes. Sometimes she was there, sometimes she wasn't. It was it you know, it's it's Yeah, sad.
1: even that, like even yeah, that even it that really last is tour. Sad. That it last really, yeah. tour. There was some there were some good nights. Mm. She had some Yeah, she had good, good press. Had, I remember She had it. some good nights yeah. where she was on point. Yeah. But a large majority of those shows she was not It was a mess. And she knew herself, like yeah. she said it as a joke. Like, sometime my soprano friend comes out, she's mm. not here today. Mm. Sometime my my auto is here today. Yeah. Yeah, she knew. She, she knew she was Whitney wasn't. knew.
2: And I, I love the candidness of her last few years. She obviously.
1: knew she wasn't hitting every note like she used to. Yeah. Mm.
2: Do you know what? God bless her. Rest God, in peace forever. Yeah, rest in peace. The greatest. The, greatest to, the voice. To other people. You know, I don't know where you're resting, but you rest. <laughs> you know, get some rest. Um... <laughs> Um, anyway, I'm I'll not going to, you know, his mother's alive so I'm not going to do that, but and I won't be watching the show. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's This go. episode's called Icons by the way. Let's move. Yeah, let's yeah. Yeah, that's that's dope man. yes Mariah. Yeah. Yes, um yeah. anyway, let's move on to abuse in different senses as well. Um Justine Skye um she subliminally accused Shaq West of abusing her. Um so she released a song called build if you didn't know and that tackled domestic violence um, awareness month and it also tackled a situation she went through a couple of months back i think towards the end of the summer um to where she was abused in a hotel um situation and it was long-term abuse as well six month long relationship um with the person um and yeah, she went on Instagram to explain the visuals to the song. So she said, as Domestic Awareness Month comes to an end, the issue doesn't just disappear. Recently, I've had one of the scariest, heartbreaking experiences in my life, and it's still hard for me to talk about. I felt stupid, angry, depressed, blame myself. Trying to figure out how someone who claim they love me so much, could find such evil within themselves to hurt me mentally and physically. I had to find the strength within myself and I'm hoping that through this video I can motivate whoever else is going through this or worse to do the same. You are strong, you are loved and you deserve so much better. So the Brooklyn singer then went to favourite one tweet earlier this, well, last week, Sunday, uh and it was the tweet said shaq west is an abuser somehow this will be conveniently and selectively forgotten even though anyone with sense knows that mo bamba don't even bang like that um and she favorited that so that stirred a pot because you know there are stands there are people who will go and find everything so they found that um and it wasn't hard, your favorites pop up on the timeline now. So she probably got found out within five minutes. So she tweeted in response to this. I never said who it was because I knew it, it wouldn't matter to a lot of you. It's just something for you to talk about today. That's just the reality of it. But I made the video build about it in hopes that it can inspire someone else to get away from their abusive partner. So that was my goal. So as of it being released, she hasn't confirmed or denied, but um, it's leaning toward more towards confirmed that um, it is is Sheikh. West. Um, she alluded to on the Breakfast Club This Guy is on the Rise Sheck West is on the Rise In the top 10 on Billboard Hot 100 With Mobamba. Um Just released his debut album as well Via Kanye West and Travis Scott's joint imprint what? And, um It's a collaboration between Travis Scott's label And um, Kanye West's label what Travis citing. Scott has a label? Yeah he does yeah. Are
0: you surprised?
2: Um, Who is he signed? Well, it's well... distributed through either Republic or no, Who is he signed? Just Sheck West, I think for now. Travis Scott
1: has a label. does.
2: Mm. He's had a big year. Anyway, um, so in terms of abuse and this whole thing, um, what do you guys think? I'm gonna say allegedly, just because, you know, legal reasons, there hasn't been this, no trial, no activeness, so allegedly, right, for Sheck West's team, if you ever listen to this, allegedly, right, Kanye Mm. West, allegedly.
1: I wish um, Justine the best, peace, restorative healing.
0: That's me. I guess with me, I'm I'm annoyed more at the fact that this is the most I've heard people speak about Justine Sky. Um, She's a very talented singer, makes a lot of great music. Mm. And um, I'm annoyed that this is the kind of way that the general public will be introduced to her. Because although we're saying alleged and stuff like that there is still going to be that stigma about, oh, what if she's lying and stuff like that? And she will have to live with that for the rest of her career. So I am a bit upset that that was her She's lost her friends. From yeah, exactly. And it's a shame. Away. It's a shame because we do, and people are going to get upset by this. We do worship abusers in the music industry, not just the in music life. industry. Yeah, for clout, life.
2: Clout chases. Exactly. Clout chases. And someone
0: even made a point, I don't think it was a popular tweet, but someone tweeted um, that um, this is going to help propel his career, Like Sheck West is going to become much probably bigger. Probably going to get this. his
2: number one that he was going to get anyway, but yeah. he's probably going to get it quicker.
0: And part of that will be through cancel culture. People are going to try and say, we'll cancel him for this and we'll cancel him for that. And unfortunately that's going to make his name more popular. Mm-hmm. He's going to get way more interactions and impressions on his um, social media. Facts. And that's because of the era we're in. So unfortunately I feel terrible for Justine Sky and th- what she's going through, how she's grieving and stuff like that. Um, but equally this is a much bigger discussion on how we handle abuse on social media how we handle abuse when women decide to speak up Mm. and to be honest i don't feel like the breakfast club is the best place to talk about something like this that isn't blaming um, justine sky's team it's more so um, putting a uh, kind of label on the breakfast club and what it should be used for Mm. the two hosts on there you know who the two two hosts are, so Charlemagne. Okay, let's. I think it. he's referring to two. Though. Yeah, I'm referring to two because I only saw them two really interact. Angela was kind of interrupted most of the time from As what always. I saw. Did you and watch the interview? I watched part of it. Yeah, I watched it. I watched yeah. it. Yeah. So I don't feel like they were particularly sensitive to what she was saying, and yeah, I just feel like when it comes to abuse, even this is slightly off tangent and outside of music. Zoe Kravitz when she was talking about Lily Allen Ooh, and that, that whole situation. Fuck Lily Allen forever. Yep. Um, actually Culture it's not it's not I feel Lily Allen makes music Culture
2: Vulture number one th-
0: that whole situation we just need to listen to people when they talk about abuse and stuff so yeah it's a shame that she had to go on this platform mm. hopefully she's able to continue her career and continue making great music Build was amazing
2: mm. I did like Build um, with Justine um, I've followed her from the start um, I think it's she's she reminds me of like someone I could be friends with if that makes sense just because she's our age it's very relatable like she's going through trials and errors in terms of music that's like me and my writing all the time Mm. so it's really interesting to get that perspective from her like just to see her grow as an artist and I think she has made some missteps you know the debut album wasn't great let's just talk about that but um, she's She's working. She's working. She's working hard, and she every time she comes to an interview about the project, she knows that she's like messed up the last one, and she 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 evolves. So I love that self critique. So I hope she gets to a place musically and build is one of the first signs. I I said this before I even knew she was in abuse, and it was about her um because the song was actually written before she had that abuse situation. So um when she made it about her and all that kind of stuff, I was kind of like, this song feels very in. Aaron Ray did a good job. It was just a nice. It's not her. Be- it's not going to be her best release but i was just like this is a step in the direction i can finally feel her Mm. through the music now um and then when this abuse situation came back i will address this because i think people will come in our mentions if not she um made fun of rihanna's abuse when she was um, 15 16 whatever like on twitter in 2009 um and she publicly admitted to that and she supported ian connor as well oh yeah no she them two were tight like um but she's yeah she's admitted to to that openly, oh, she no. said that she's not friend like they. They're not friends no more. Oh, like she's no. she's unfollowed all that kind of stuff.
0: No, um,
2: these were when the first allegations came to head, not oh. like the Yeezy campaign. Ian Connor, but yeah, I remember that era. Jordan oh, Woods, all God. their man. You know, Kylie Jenner taking for all them and their man there. But so we're, um, we're not
1: discussing that family on here.
2: Anymore. Yeah, so I just what I'm just saying for context. Um, but Ian still gets booked. Let's just say that. But here, anyway, yeah, yeah. anyway um i think it just represents a learning and if we're all going to be honest we'll all like this whole like (sighs) this is this is when i was that age and when twitter Twitter and like social media was back in that day there were things i didn't laugh at rihanna's abuse and I, i knew that was you know all that kind of shit but there was some you know colorist things there was some blick you know i'm gonna be open on this platform you know i laughed at the word blick you know back in the day um there's learning to do there's learning that has been done and there's unlearning that's been done um i think justine being open and facing it head on is great because i hate the whole disingenuous apology like you don't you don't actually account for what you said she said nope i supported an abuser nope i laughed at this um, I completely apologize and stuff but I think it's just an important lesson to us for all us to remember that our, our our words are accountable um and that we should just you know hold it to account when we get called up to these things but yeah about the abuse she did no way deserve that because she made those tweets no way deserve that because she supported let's move on and wish her every success moving forward she's a, she looks like a strong girl and got a strong mother to help her through that and father as well actually as well so uh condolences for justine let's move on um <laughs> um we're, we're staying in quite a similar frame of mind in terms of young artists doing wrong so let's talk about what we've said we we're going to talk about all week let's talk about six nine takashi Treyway. um let's talk about what's happened in the last few weeks there is an update um, <laughs> about 12 hours ago I think he might there's a, there's rumours that he's been released what? but um, yeah there are rumours that he's been released um, by management how can you but fumble that, the that bag there's still, right still a court there's still a court case oh you know, for fuck's sake wait is he released we don't know we don't know <laughs> let me just say what all the rumours are okay so Takashi Shwewe 6-9 is facing jail time again go on did you want to say something I
1: was going to say Takashi's castle that was what I was gonna say <laughs>
2: okay Takeshi's Castle yeah I've seen that name um, it's spelled like Takeshi so it's definitely Takeshi's Castle anyway so Sunday last week again faces 32 years in jail for mm-hmm. racketeering which means organised crime having involvement in organised crime um, and other offences in terms of weaponry carry ch- carrying charges mm. um, in terms of um, now an- another video came out by TMZ which is um, allegedly setting up um, Chief Keith's cousin which suspiciously Came days before the clip was filmed. Days before, um, Chief Keith narrowly missed death in New York City. If you remember that, that, was a couple months ago, between when their beef was hyper, like um, reported by all media platforms. So the clip came out on Thursday night, I believe. So the sentence would be um for life in prison. So 32 years to life in prison, um, and stems from his involvement with the Nine Trey Blood. So the Bloods Crips is the Bloods, um, and. Tre um he he calls them Treyway, which was um on Twitter. He's mentioned it all throughout his career. Um yeah, so it could cost Ooh Jesse Bernard. Okay, I didn't know he yeah, had a quote. Okay, cool. Am um, I Jesse? Um, anyway, um, yeah. sorry. I was just like, what the hell? Like BBC talking. Okay, anyway. Um. So it, yeah, in recent history of the US, um, the one thing that seems to get somehow locked up in racket is racketeering, uh, money laundering or tax evasion. So these three things prominently gets people in the US locked up. This comes from writer Jesse Bernard, prominent black British journalist in the UK. So we told BBC's um, Radio One News beat this earlier this week um this could be what takes him to prison so there's multiple acts of violence all of that but the main things are racketeering um possessions charges um and yeah the clip that came out recently will contribute to that that's been added to it um according to tmz but we all know that was reported on thursday as well that he got transferred to a a prison unit that actually um is known and very renowned for um, snitches snitches, people that cooperate with the police um so, and we all know Trey Wade isn't really a gang member, just gang affiliated for Clout. So let's talk about this. I have a lot to say, so you guys can go first. Um, let's talk. Do you want to stop? I have nothing to say.
0: Yeah, I I've, I've just hope he goes to jail. That's it.
2: You have nothing to say. <laughs> okay, so with Takashi 6 Naya. Wait,
1: hold on. Eden's lying. In it? I feel that. Lying. Like, why am I lying? You were like tweeting, oh, I can't wait to discuss and laugh with this guy on Saturday. So I said
0: what I said. Now... So you is. hope he gets locked up. I said, I hope he gets locked up. That's the no, caption for what no, I was you saying. Also,
1: also oh. tweeting the initial articles that are like, oh, the way we're going to laugh at this guy when
0: we record. I don't have the energy to do all that today. Okay. that's, that's, <laughs> that's, jump that's I'm going to mention a lot. So just jump, <laughs> so jump false in.
1: advertising. I legit, I'm dying. I don't
0: have the time. energy to talk about. Honestly, really and truly, I'm, I want this guy to go to prison for multiple reasons. Um, yeah, talk, talk I don't agree with the Rico charge and... Oh, yeah. Well, actually I do agree with Rico charge, but the whole idea behind it is potentially dangerous. Um, but when it comes to Takeshi 6 9 as a person, I think he's a horrible person. He can do all of these stunts where he's recorded giving money and food to homeless people and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, pedophilia, um, doing all of these things when it comes to um, beef and making fun of people, but showing up with security and all of these different um, bodyguards and stuff like that. I just hope he goes to prison. I hope he learns a lesson from this. um I hope he stops using the N word because he's not black. You guys know how I feel because I said it on an episode recently. I don't like using the N word. I don't like when other people from other ethnicities use the N word. And I don't like hearing it in a party where black people are dancing to it. So that's me. Uh, uh, can they break? Club,
1: stop inviting him, please.
0: Yeah. Well, Charlemagne is messy, so to be honest it's hip
2: hop culture in its entirety because I've seen other platforms as well what I will but say he seems is he to
1: always go on their show
2: because he got the highest views for them so obviously they're going to book him again anyway what I will That's say I about Takashi 6ix9ine Castle all the other Treyway whatever is that um Daniel Hernandez, I believe your real name is Daniel Hernandez. Stop caricaturing black culture, number one, or what you perceive to be black culture, number one. When you can rabbit it in and out of that because of your race, your tone, and your non-affiliation with blackness, um, in just in um structural terms, number two. Stop using the N word, like Eden said, because you're not black. I don't care if you're Hispanic. You're not not you're not an Afro Latina. So fuck out of here with that shit, Hernandez. Um, number three. <laughs> What I will say is that if he does get out on these charges, these are very similar, because I did my research to Bobby Schmurder's claims, and he's still in prison facing his, he faced his eight years. Yes, it might be a reduced sentence if he gets out in 2020, but he still faced some time in jail, still had to face them. And I do want you to get beat up, Daniel Hernandez. I will say that, so go to jail. Um, number three, number four, what I want to say is that um, I just feel like if he does get out on these charges, because I believe Bobby was offered... Um, similar kind of things to talk to the police and stuff like that i think that i think that the there was an interesting comment in my mentions where someone said the police did this because he's gonna he was gonna die anyway because he apparently was snitching on um the was it the bloods on the crips
1: He's affiliated with the Bloods. The
2: Bloods, sorry. Yeah, the Bloods um, prior but to his um, arrest. So they they believe that the police saved him from death. Um, I don't know what I feel about these claims. What I do feel like well, is it that makes there'll sense. be- Because if he
1: is snitching now, apparently, surely when he gets out, there's going to be guys after him. Yeah,
2: and even just for going to that facility, we'll probably and they, get him then Obviously, his
1: recent video shoot mm. with um, Kanye West. And, and, Nicki and Nicki Minaj was Minaj's a shootout. And, and They, and they shoot were a shootout there. Yeah. So I don't feel like- of course, if he gets out, it's stupid because you know mm-hmm. law and just um, law enforcement are ridiculous. But mm-hmm. I don't think like it's the end of this
2: saga. Story. I
1: feel like there's gonna be more
2: death or prison. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like there's a rate. There'll be a racial element to it if he gets out as well, just because I feel like one. There was a similar point in the article by okay player about 669 the boy who cried clown is called oh. um and that was that was an, am- that was an read. amazing read it got a lot of interaction it got the interaction it deserved because it was amazing and
1: the headline itself was yeah read.
2: thoroughly thoroughly um, researched um the parallels between Bobby and um, 69 as well I think are interesting because one Bobby felt like um he didn't come from money he didn't come from riches they both didn't but one felt like because of his surroundings and where he grew up and stuff like that 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 was his only option. The other is only affiliated for clout and to puppet his caricature journey in hip hop. So I feel like you, you don't respect black people. I've said this numerous times. You don't respect black people. You don't respect black culture. You don't do anything for the community. Um, You just mirror us, you rabbit us, you make fun of us. You know, certain members of certain communities want to collaborate with you. Nicki Minaj, I am talking to you. Um, Yeah, you want- (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Listen. What? No, listen, I need to say, this is all I need to say because I feel like he's completely disrespectful. I'm not endorsing gang culture, but what I am not endorsing is someone who's a caricature either. Um, I hate him. I despise him. I don't care if he's fucking funny. I don't care if he's got one-liners. Stop coming for Chief Keith, someone who was someone who was gang-affiliated but tried to fix his life. He's fixing his life now. Leave the fucker alone. Leave Chicago alone. Stop coming for the drill community in Chicago. I do hope... Hope that something happens to you, well, whichever not, one of nah, those Nick, it is. Nick. No, he needs to get beaten up. Nah, no, he on, does Nick. need to get beaten up. I'm not saying death. I would never wish death on anyone, but he deserves to, to get. This, some people, need, some to people need to. that's what I'm saying prison will teach you one two in 24 hours. It <laughs> so will teach you one two in 24 hours. So either and actually the streets of New York will teach you one two in 24 uh, we, hours. On, a, on this so podcast, we can't care. hope. Can
0: indul- we can't hope that someone gets beaten up. Oh, I do. Just like in school, not on Just
2: like in school, on this. Someone needed to
0: get. Beaten up, but not on this platform. We can't, because people listen to this. Like, but he
2: disrespects
0: our culture, got, so he already I, does I,
2: know. No, I'm so sorry. No, I about get that. It. I get that. I'm so but sorry about that. But we gotta about think about it. the
0: message we're putting across. I'm so we sorry about can't say that we hope he gets beaten up. No. If it happens, it's a like it's a thing, and we're not sad, but we can't hope. Okay, what well, I will I'm not sad if you get beaten up. That's yeah. my in prison
2: or thing. Okay, I don't wish gangs to beat you up, but if someone does beat you up. Then it's not unwarranted. Yeah, it's not unwarranted. It's not for the criminal things. I'm not endorsing you hiding criminal activity. But what I'm not endorsing is you disrespected black culture. Yep, the black which community. is what you've been doing for yep. your whole thing. Stop saying or the m word.
1: He has Nikki on side, so
2: you're not a nigger. What What can Nikki do? Can she defend him when he gets beaten up, or can she stand there saying, "Oh, I'm not getting involved"? Oh, okay. And I wouldn't expect a woman to what get involved. What did she say about in, the Cardi B? You know, that she's anyway. hanging in the corner. What did she say? I'm posted or some shit. Like something like like that. that. I'm I'm, here. I'm standing right here. I'm I'm standing right here. Yeah, I'm standing right here. here. But yes, Nikki, I wouldn't expect her to get involved anyway. She don't need I to get can involved Can we just acknowledge
1: that she she turned off her Instagram comments because her own fans were dragging her. Her <laughs> own fans were like, this stupid bitch. Like,
2: this so stupid. Praying for you, Daniel, because I'm not praying for you. So maybe you do need that extra prayer from another Nick. Anyway, let's move on. Treyway, I hope some way, in some way, you can just, yes. you know, do whatever and... Yeah, you're annoying. Stop disrespecting black culture. Let's move on to domestic <laughs> waters. There's still beef in the water over here. Um, we played the song before the recording. Well, you <laughs> give your thoughts on that once I read the title. But um, the war has apparently officially started, Um, enemy reports. So Wiley takes aim at Dizzy and Skepta in a new track titled Flip the Table. We played the track before release. Um, It said pretty much, the same line for about a minute. The um, song's fucking
0: hard though, I'm not gonna
2: lie. Which yeah, I like the song. You no, know, the production's great. Um, don't know about the lyrics. Anyway, um
0: I just think we're too old for this.
2: So, so. Someone did say he's pushing 40, Shop I think, thinks. Oh right, that.
0: JK said it was shit. Oh. oh wow. Okay. Anyway, continue.
2: So yeah, it takes aim at Dizzy and Skepta in the latest of the saga. We did talk about this beef a couple of weeks back, so this is just the next instalment. Um, it's basically saying how they're fake So Dizzy and Skepta not Once they got into the game Ooh. How they stole How all this kind of stuff There's just a lot of claims in the, tr- in the
0: record He said to Dizzy You're not a killer You're a table flipper Boy in the corner Grime scene quitter
2: mm. Boy So what are you guys' thoughts On this beef And the track in particular I think the production slaps As we all kind of agreed I think I like the song um, I think you um, Yeah what do you guys think I
1: think you're too old for this and then also, no one really cares because I feel like before I've been put in the group chat, did you, I feel like you guys missed this even happened. Missed it. I feel like both of you God missed that this like even missed happened.
2: Missed it. Missed it. I
1: think you we were like, What's, what, what do I only really do? Like,
2: I what? knew about the tweets obviously weeks ago, but <laughs> I was just like, I, 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 do you know else? what? I think 6 9 just eclipsed the week, so everything else kind and of just... like
1: on the TL, like, kind of just... Um, so I'll start again. So yeah, I just think first of all, I think he's too old. I don't, <laughs> like... So I get over it, and then from my um, knowledge of this beef, I swear like this dizzy. I don't know about scepter. I don't know what that's about, but I feel like I feel like dizzy doesn't, dizzy doesn't fuck with him because Wiley got him stabbed like
0: fifteen years ago. No, no, no there's, there's more of a story. Some, that. Well, that's all I know. There's way more of a story to that. It's involving. Okay, just listen to. Oh no, we shouldn't really talk about other podcasts and stuff like that. Listen to cast, They talk about the beef that can Wiley. Can you
1: summarize what happened? No, hap-
0: because it's no. Nah. Well, uh, no, talk about it. it. Why not? No, give, give us, give our listeners it's, to do with, something. Um, it's not their content. They spoke about it. Yes. No, I know, but it's it's kind of like a behind the scenes thing. Um, it's it's so what? It's public. The podcast pub- is public. And the, and the okay, is public. I'm gonna talk about it, man. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, relax. Um, it's more to do with um. Oh, what's her name again? Oh fuck! what is her name again? Basically. Uh, Basically, Wiley touched someone he shouldn't have touched and messed with someone. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh this. this. Yeah. Right. This. But I can't remember what her name yes. is. Yes. How can I not remember her name? Yes. Yeah, so, so because Wiley this. touched someone. Yeah, it was disrespectful. Yeah. It was disrespectful. Yeah. And then they responded. Yeah. That's what I remember from the conversation. I'm not going to pretend to be a person. No, that I knows, remember. This is okay. public knowledge. I remember I it on like the TL. Tinge, I don't even remember I mean, 100% like if it was Wiley.
1: involved in this in some way. Tinchi commented on it.
0: No, I feel like he was even involved. No, no, in no. I don't think no, it was before that time. But, um,. Yeah, so that's what I remember, I remember from the conversation. That. um Yeah, so there's like multiple moving parts to this kind so of. So what's the what's the
1: Skepta thing? What's that about?
0: I just think Skepta's been moving mad. I just think that's why. Like I think mean, he's just been and neglectful to, clock to the scene and stuff like that. um he's what, again? neglectful to the scene. Do you think that he has
2: personally like what Skepta. do you think about Skepta? Um,
0: who did I have a conversation about with Skepta? Was it Elijah? I think it was me, you, and Elijah, and we're waiting for Shopee um we were talking about oh yeah we
2: were comparing rappers last yeah, week and he's, yeah and yeah, yeah. he's
0: you said that um, Skepta's more of an image based performer so like for example you'll see him more connected with certain people in the industry than you'll hear music from him he's and a, stuff a like quasi that. Yes, yes I did because yeah. I
2: said that like now this era of him Skepta yeah. now he's, the, a qua- the pop, he's a quasi the above, yeah, the above surface Skepta he's, he just had a pop-up the yeah. other day for his his brand he's trying to move into that space of having what what fits in our the millennials and the mm. the Gen X's kind of um Repertoire, so like yeah. fashion and music and influencer culture. So I feel like he could pop up in New York, get papped, yeah. but not for the music. Yeah, yeah, I, Whereas I, I said a Stormzy yeah. couldn't go to New York and get papped in the same way. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, like, no. he's I'm not saying he's more successful. I'm just saying papped. Papped doesn't mean you're successful. Stormzy's,
0: Stormzy's you know, influence. is America, more of a like that star. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Modern day. He's a star. star. He's not yeah, the really modern a, day star. He's not really. Scene as I don't an, even know how to say this. An artist, he's an art. No, he's he an artist, but he's he's more of a pop star right now.
1: But he's mm. kind of rebranded himself. He as has like the fashion star. thing is still not
0: intact. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say
2: that like the fashion, like no, his, his taste in fashion isn't. No, I mean, I just from a critical level. Like his taste in fashion compared to like an ASAP is not. This, this, no, of it's not really. Yeah, but then ASAP's music. What's that saying? Oh, um, oh no, oh,
0: pff, he ain't well, gonna be remembered in rap. Let's well, just. Say, I, no, what, no, no, well, no, 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 That's not. That's not true. He's not. That's not. That's okay for another episode he's not you no, don't okay. think ASAP
2: Rocky is gonna be no w- for two seconds like they'll say okay asap was there Dude, i kind of i'm inclined to agree with nick i can't come on now What's A$AP? i mean he's got a couple bangers <laughs> like yeah he does he definitely got a couple bangers we cannot deny that Long mate. live A$AP but i think project. he'll be seen more for is gonna have his, his position legacy. as a
0: celebrity more so than his music so in the rap okay, scene he's celebrity. kind of seen a like high grade like um, the, celebrity more so than a rapper. Nah,
2: his, so in terms of celebrity, he'll be seen. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah that's, that's what I mean. Has carried him. Yeah, but in terms of the, the music, music in his, when we talk hip hop heads, when we talk dead oh, hip hop, okay, 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 when we talk com- well complex, actually, we will cover him. He's a complex artist. Um, when they talk, when we talk about real hip hop, hip hop DX, all yeah. pl- no. DJ Booth, no, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. his music no. is terrible. At most, those. they were, like I said, his first
1: album was great. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no one's that. I just he just he just he gave up for that. Yeah, but I will say that on his current album that no one cared about, the one that came in this went, year, I
0: didn't see him at White. Oh my god, he released this year. That's scary. That released this album yeah. came
1: and went in like five hours. Yeah, it wasn't good because there was a sep- the skeptic song there was, was good. A separate though. Thing was same, going it was the same on. day pusher um, came for Drake. Yeah, it
2: was the yeah that eclipse. <laughs> thing, so yeah. that it just came. Yeah. But I will
1: say, guys, yeah. check out Buckshots on the album. That's a
2: fucking banger. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a great song. <laughs> okay, so ASAP did what he needed to do on that song. Okay, we're giving ASAP recommendations. Okay, there's like four songs on the album.
1: I did like Buckshot is one of them. That song bangs.
0: I wish you saw the passion in Shove's face when he that said song that. He's <laughs> like nodding his head and everything. I prefer Ace Ferg. Oh, Let's just say already, that. Um, mm-hmm. But is that. Was that the end of the new section, or do you have anything else to add?
2: So, what were we talking about? I actually got like, no, it. Oh, the Skepta. Wiley. We, we were going oh, into that yeah. beef. So we were talking about how Skepta's more of a. Yeah, why is, Skepta, a, um, why, is yeah. He, why is he a
1: target for Wiley?
2: Yeah. But then we just said, yeah, you, I asked your opinions on Skepta. You said you think he's more of a. Yeah. Like what I said. No, more. I get that,
1: but why is Wiley upset about that? Why like, why are you
2: coming? I think he him feels personally? like he's fake. Like there's been a lot of discussion about Skepta being fake once he got on. He kind of like the whole forgetting Grime and just egotistical kind of thing, whether, I I don't know if that's to be fact. I think, pardon? I, I don't know if that, yeah, I don't know whether that's to be fact or not. You know, it's debatable for some people. Um, I, do, I do think he moves around more with ASAPs lot and now right, I'm going to
0: read an article from The Independent is that
2: bad? don't know so
0: anyway Eden this go. is in regards to the video that um, Wiley posted whilst he was in his car like, oh yeah couple, this like is like what that. we initially addressed yeah. so he said in the article it says the godfather of Grime who appeared to be in Cyprus in the video went so far to accuse Skepta and his brother Jamie both founding members of Grime Collective BBK of stealing from Meridian Crew member Big H before shouting bro your big head your big h is dj remember that one second yes. yeah i remember this so it's a lot of he's just basically saying behind the scenes that Skepta and jme stole mm. um something from a uh, from radiant. Sorry, that stems... thing
2: completely thrown me double, off now. Double, double, <laughs> it. And it all stems from BBK. Okay, yeah. now we get it because they all started in the same place, kind of thing. Mm. And it, it's just—it's kind of like you know when Chance the Rapper and Vic, Vic Mensa had like that kind of thing, like, yeah. Because they started in the same collective. So yeah, so it's about money. it's yep. about it's always about money,
0: isn't it? That's what it sounds like. Mm. If anyone else knows what it's about, feel free to send us a message on Dat's Pod on Twitter and Instagram. All right, so we received a. Uh, message from um someone who listens to the podcast which actually made my week um same here. same with nick and Shoppe. um so basically what it said was um one second where did it go nick do you have the message by any chance
2: i i was literally just looking for it to see who added asked. give me a second give me a second it will come it will come it will come it will come where is she where Can she says she is you. um i screenshot it but it's fine um yeah you read it just because I hid the at in the thing because I put it on Instagram, but um okay, this is the message. So hello, I'm not am re- really on Twitter that much, but I've been listening to that's pod a lot this week, and it's ha- um and had to drop you a message about it. So this is my favorite podcast, and it's honestly one I didn't know I needed. Your discussions are well balanced, and honestly, I feel like I'm learning loads from you guys. You're putting me on to sick artists as well as reminding me of albums to revisit. Sick, sick job, guys! You are doing amazing with it. The faves episode so far was artist management, really insightful. As I have a keen interest in the behind the scenes shenanigans of the industry my fave discussions so far have included LMA's comment on r&b um not being dead um but what i related to most was your discussion at the end of episode six so i think you guys um talked about being overwhelmed by all the music releases this is still true for all of us um because we'll the saturation i've given up on trying to keep up because it's too much and my brain would have um, honestly short-circuited had I paid attention to all the Friday releases each week that's a fact um, I'm kind of in my own little world and it's always been just got into Forest Hills Drive this year and think I need to listen to in a different settings to truly appreciate it Um, there have been certain things I hear for the first time so I can never treat music in a disposable way but yeah you guys are right there is so much more music out there and it can get overwhelming for you um, and you have a fear of missing out when everyone's talking about something that you haven't heard but like I said, I'm just doing my own thing. Now I'm on to episode seven. um And sh- this is where she wants us to answer a question. We're going to get into this next week. But I wanted to know your opinions on artist development in 2018 and 19. The most visible example for me right now is Normani and how RCA Keep Cool are really taking their time to position her as a solo artist and releasing singles here and there with a few one two features. Um, I think that's true as well. Um, So my question, do you think that artist development um, and putting time into album promo can still thrive in an age where there is, one, short attention spans with focus on playlist singles culture and B, short-lived post-release album hype? I think this is a really nuanced question. Thank you for it. Um, Hope I've framed that question in an understandable way. You definitely had. And also congrats on, oh, this is me about Joe Biden. But um, yes, thank you so much. Her act is... um, Actually, I won't release really it at because I haven't asked if you want it or not released. I will release it next week if you give me that permission, but thank you so, so much for that. One of the comments that made all of our weeks, um, we're truly eternally grateful for people like you. Um, and back on to Eden and his comments on this message.
0: Yeah, so um, obviously that was one of the comments that made our week. Um, we were sent a lot of messages and a lot of love from a lot of people. It's a weird week. It was a very, very weird, very weird like, week. I was like, wow, what is going on right now? The amount of notifications I saw on the Dats Pod Twitter account. Yeah, did like, God wow. like
2: send some kind of, I don't know, What well, yeah. I believe in God. No, I'm not like, like, yeah, <laughs> you don't look at,
0: you'd have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but um, okay. yeah, so thank you very much, guys. We'll answer that question next week um, just to give our thoughts on the message that was sent. Um, but yeah, guys, that's the end of the episode um apologize for the interruption um i'm going to try and edit that out but you will hear if it if you hear it if you hear it yeah um but yeah that that's our episode for today thank you very much for listening please get us to the subscribe the subscribe limit we want to get
2: to and also the um reviews. favorite and reviews so please, please 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 if you're fucking with us um, press that star button if you're on iTunes um, it will get us to 50 we just want to get there for the f- end of season one and yep. leave a review if you have the time at work if you're bored whatever all that kind of crap if not just do the star thing please, please 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 really appreciate it and we love you guys and thank you for listening
0: yep and just a quick update about Squat Studios just quickly so we are launching version 2 hopefully in January I say hopefully because with the app store you never know what can happen mm. um, but we have been working on a few things we've been tr- testing out a few of our um new additions to our um code and everything so we should be up and running again in january so thank you guys for bearing with us I, i was surprised when i went on there and i tweeted a new picture of like some of the new things we're working on and people actually messaged me about it so thank you very much and yeah guys that is the episode for today enjoy the rest of your days and peace have a good one